So what's up everybody? Hey, welcome to yet another panic attack with Big John here at your service. Um, man, yeah, it's, it's Christmas time. Let's get this light out. I forgot that light was on. Uh, Christmas time, that, that time of year. Let me put my scissors away. Oh, forgot to get my Amer American flag out for... Superfly Jimmy Snooker to hold. Hold on. Hang on, Superfly. We gotta get your American flag here to make this an official video. You, those of you on the podcast can't, cannot see this ridiculous wrestling doll I have that uh, holds the American flag up in my videos, but uh, that's what I'm doing right now. Putting the, the flag on Jimmy Snooker. So, all right. Yeah, Christmas, man. I um, I love this time of year, and it, it's just it's fun to decorate your house, have a little extra fun, spend a lot of extra money, <laughs> right? I mean, let's just—it's all run by a big Eastern syndicate, as uh, Lucy told Charlie Brown. But I was sitting in church, oh man, it's been a lot of years ago, and uh, the eldest lady of our church, one of my best friends ever, by the way, um, the age that we were like 80 years different in age, but I mean, when I, yeah, well, I, I might have been 25, so maybe we're 75 years apart in age, but Whatever it was, um, it didn't matter, you know. She was cool. People at church used to tease her that I was her boyfriend. Um, but anyways, so what? Uh, it was Christmas Eve service, or we we're in church the the Sunday before Christmas, or something like that. Somebody asked her to, you know, stand up and say what Christmas was like when she was a kid. And she didn't grow up, you know, really poor or anything. Uh, but she, you know, talked about, you know, we never saw the Christmas tree until Christmas morning. And, you know, the adults sent all us kids to bed and they put the Christmas tree up Christmas Eve, and we were told Santa wouldn't come until uh, we went to bed, and the tree was up, and uh, I think they told her that, you know, Santa came and put the tree up and everything, and uh, yeah, that, that might have been true, but I, I think a lot of times... Did she realize that, you know, the adults were, you know, probably having a nip of moonshine and doing whatever while they were putting that tree up that a lot of times in the 50s, well, this was pre-1950s even, but in the olden days, putting the kids to bed early on Christmas Eve was just an excuse for the parents and the, the relatives and your friends, whoever, to put up a, a party, throw a party while they're putting up the decorations. 
Like, I wonder if she knew that <laughs> was what was really going on. And she was kind of bitterish, and she wasn't really a bitter person. But, you know, to older people, you know, they talked about only getting one Christmas present or something like that. And, you know, they didn't go to the store and sit on Santa's lap. And it was one of the few times I disliked her person because it was just like a, a bitter old person complaining about how big and commercial Christmas had gotten. But, you know, at its basic, you know, it's a time when, to me, it's a time when we go together as families and you go to church Christmas Eve, hold a candlelight, uh, sing Silent Night uh, as a group, as a church. Um, and there's not, no, there are no lights on in the church except for the the candles you're holding in your hand. Uh, that's what Christmas is to me. You know, it's going out and looking for presents for other people to show them you love them, you know. Um, I did a lot of Christmas shopping this year. I gave my mom, well, I'm not going to tell you, but I got her a lot of things and I'm done shopping. I was done like a month ago. I bought some little candy, you know, stocking stuffers, but... You know, and I'm putting on a Christmas festival. And last a few was it last year, one year I don't know who cares. Um, I was kind of sitting there bored and I'm like, man, this uh, uh, this is last year I'm doing this. There's so much work and it's hard to get people to help you. And then this little uh, girl sees Santa Claus, and she just lights up and runs up to him with her arms outstretched. And I'm like. I'm never, I'm never stopping doing this, you know, um, we can talk about the importance of the birth of the Savior, and that's what it's really all about, but through that, through Jesus' birth came this celebration where we reach out and hug and love one another, and that term Merry Christmas really means I love you. Whether you're saying it to your wife, your girlfriend, your kid, your dog, a total stranger. I've been saying it to a lot of people. Like the cashiers. December 1st, I started saying Merry Christmas to people. And it got me some odd looks at the post office the other day. But I was in there buying my Christmas stamps. And anyhow, uh, stamped for my Christmas cards. And... Uh, sent out about 70 or more Christmas cards to people like family, friends um, I usually go through my Facebook friends and find one or two people that I don't usually communicate with other than on Facebook um, and a, a guy that turned out to be a friend and mentor of mine former mayor of my hometown um, you know he lost his wife this year she passed away, she died um, and I was like, I, need, I should send him a Christmas card. You know, that's what Christmas is all about. You know, finding somebody that needs a little cheer and making them happy. So now on to some depressing shit. Some shit. Um, we've lost uh, several legends in American politics 
uh, over the weekend and last week, and man alive, um, don't really, don't realize how, uh, how old some of these people are that me, uh, nerding out grew up reading about, listening to on the news and, and things like that, reading in history books, current events books, uh, even, but, uh, Rosalind Carter just dawned on me, she passed away last week, and man, poor Jimmy Carter, um, gosh awful president, but, uh, to see the state of that man when he was, uh, rolled into his wife's funeral, it, it's not going to be long before he passes. Uh, from what I read, he's in hospice care. But they brought him from uh, wherever, whatever hospice facility he was at uh, to Rosalind's uh, funeral. And man, he, he... Folks, he looked dead, to be honest with you. Not conspiracy theory, but that's how sad and just... Like there wasn't life. There was, there was, there was a breathing living body but i just it looked like his soul had already left um and, and i mean anyhow um but sandra day o'connor passed away over the weekend uh and i was thinking to myself just now man these things come in threes who's who was the third or who's gonna be the third now russ oh yeah rosalind carter was the first of the three that passed away but sandra day o'connor Someone that uh, I grew up, you know, hearing about in the news, like I said, nerding out. Um, I didn't realize she was a Reagan appointee. And this is from the New Yorker magazine. And it sounds like, you know, from what I can remember, she's probably a pretty good Supreme Court justice. 1981 to 2006. Uh, she retired in 2006, um, which was under the Bush administration. So we got one of our supposedly conservative Supreme Court justices uh, out of her retirement. And unlike Ruth Bader Ginsburg, she didn't cling on until she passed away. And some of these other justices uh, that hang on to, to the bitter end. Uh, some of these congressional and senators, senatorial members, Senate members, um, that just cling on. You know, she left when she was still in her prime, but, you know, maybe she felt like she, she just needed to step away. So, Sandra Day O'Connor, the Supreme Court Justice, who over and over again provided the deciding vote on decisive constitutional matters, did not like the term swing voter. Uh, I mean, I've been in that position where I've been the swing voter, uh, where they knew that these people were for an issue and these people were against, and I was supposedly the, the toss-up. And I like it because it made me makes me feel like a hero because I did the right thing in the swing. I swung my vote the right way. So anyways, but uh, it sounded irresolute. And Connor, who grew up on a vast cattle ranch, has a, it's a tough woman there, rancher. 
vast cattle ranch in Arizona and pushed past enough routine sexism in her career to choke a horse. Uh, and again, yeah, this was when women were supposed to be barefoot and pregnant in the kitchen. Uh, you know, she was a, a woman that wanted to succeed and work uh, in a man's world. And th th that world changed because of women like her. So, in parentheses it says, in the early 1950s, one of the top firm, or probably one top firm, One top firm explained Sorry, I had to answer a text. Alright, damn it. Okay, stop. Don't bother me. Uh, in the early 50s, one of the top one top firm explained that it couldn't possibly hire her as a lawyer, but maybe as a legal secretary. That's bullshit. You know, somebody goes to law school, passes the bar and all that. You know, she was a qualified person, but that was the, the 50s. Uh, so anyways, uh, she was nothing if not resolute. Uh, in a 2013 NPR interview, O'Connor, who died Friday at the age of 93, told Terry Gross, I don't think any justice, and I hope I was not one, would swing back and forth or just try to make decisions based on legal principles, but on where you thought the direction should go. And so I never liked the term. So, you know, she was somebody that stood in her principles as far as the Constitution went. Somebody that um, was decisive. You know, she was going to decide cases based on constitutional principle. Um, another American political legend who passed away... Uh, Henry Kissinger. Let's see if we can find old Hank here. Um, I don't want to read that. Around the World with Henry Kissinger from the Wall Street Journal. Let's see if I can open this without the subscription thing. Uh, Henry Kissinger was a... was a guy that had influence in American politics. Um, he... Let me look at this. He was um, a foreign policy advisor to the president and secretary of state at the same time. Which... Um, it's kind of unheard of. You know, not many people do that now. 
he was still speaking at globalist conferences uh, up until last year when he was 99 years old. So he still has sway in world politics at that point. Uh, he was known as the architect of the American withdrawal from Vietnam, which I won't get into that, but anyways. Um, let's see. Well, maybe Wikipedia is the best place to go because these are op-eds and I just want to get some little fact figgity facts about that. It says, you know, diplomat, American political scientist. I don't want to see your pop-up Wikipedia. Uh, political scientist, geopolitical consultant, and politician who served as United States Secretary of State and National Security Advisor in the presidential administrations of Richard Nixon and Gerald Ford from 69 to 77. Uh, born in Germany, he came to the United States in 1938 as a Jewish refugee from Nazi persecution. Uh, a great, great, great guy. Uh, he served in the United States Army during World War II. I didn't know that. There's respect. Uh, and after the war, was educated at Harvard, where he became a professor of government and earned an international reputation as an expert on nuclear weapons and foreign policy. He frequently acted as a consultant to government agencies, think tanks, and the presidential campaigns of Nelson Rockefeller, that didn't work out too well, uh, and Nixon before being appointed National Security Advisor. Uh, he pioneered the policy of detente with the Soviet Union, uh, orchestrated the opening of relations with China, uh, engaged in shuttle diplomacy in the Middle East, to end the Yom Kippur War and negotiate the peace accord uh, or the Paris Peace Accords, pardon me, which ended American involvement in Vietnam. So there you go. Now to this hoe. Where the hoes at? On Mia Khalifa's Twitter. Mia Khalifa's Twitter. This dumb broad, Mia Khalifa. You know, I'm sitting there thinking couple days ago all the great things about Henry Kissinger and here this bitch is <laughs> uh, celebrating the death of Henry Kissinger by giving her only fans subscribers 29% off surprised she can do that kind of math um Henry Kissinger is dead, exclamation point, exclamation point, all caps. Uh, she said to celebrate this beautiful November, this beautiful 29th day of November, use promo code BYBITCH to get 29% off my OF this week. OF stands for OnlyFans. Does this girl even know what she supports, who and what and where and why? There are problems I have with Henry Kissinger. 
I just mentioned, you know, him still being uh, an effective person in world politics at the age of 99. I mentioned him speaking at globalist conferences. And when I, anytime I mention the word globalist, just automatically associate it with negativity. But she's strictly celebrating his death because he's a Jew. She is strictly celebrating the death of a Jewish person. That's all she's doing. She's a little anti-Semite, bigoted, racist. That's what she is. And does she understand? She doesn't. I don't know. What? what she's stupid. I mean, you listen to her talk, and she's. You can tell there's a couple McNuggets short of a happy meal in this broad. Uh, but she is supporting Hamas, other Palestinians, other Arabs who want a strict interpretation of Sharia law. Under their strict interpretation, at the very least, she would be beaten severely for what she does and who she is. For her past, does she realize under Sharia law, she could be raped, gang raped, beaten and tortured by Muslim men, and she would be found guilty for leading them into temptation. And there's a lot of temptation from her with her lifestyle. So, going on, speaking of, you know, the rape and torture and other things, this Hamas-Israel thing, and these, these people like Mia Khalifa, uh, Mia Khalifa, however you say it, uh, and others, let's get, get away from her, uh, liberals, middle-class white women, white liberals, and Palestinian Muslims, and Muslims in general in the United States, that are rallying behind uh, behind Palestine and want the death and destruction of Israeli people. There are more reports from this war of the Hamas fighters, the Hamas military, the Hamas terrorists, uh, uh, horrific stories of them raping women to death, because during the rapes, they're, they're torturing, they're cutting, they're shooting, they're stabbing. Uh, you know, they're cutting off the breasts. They're shooting women through the breasts. It's shooting women through their uh, private, their birthing area. You know what I'm saying? Down south. The, the other P and OPP. Um... I've never heard things like this come from a war. I've never heard of American soldiers doing this to Muslim men and women. By the way, uh, some of these terrorist men will rape other men just to degrade them. Sodomize them anally. Uh, it, but... Back to the women, no women's rights organizations, no great women's rights 
uh, porn stars like Mia Khalifa. None of the her body, her choice women in America are standing up and saying, hey, hey, halt, stop, and a whoa, whoa. Israeli women are being raped and tortured. And doctors that see have seen these women come back from uh, the, the, the Free Love concert where the one of the uh, terrorist attacks initiated, or pardon me, let me say part of the October 7th attack initiated, uh, the doctors at the hospitals are saying, we've never seen rapes this brutal. Women coming in with broken hips, broken legs, uh, you know, things done to their uh, private parts uh, that show that they were tortured in her fem their female areas uh just disgusting and this so this whole Hamas attack had nothing to do with freedom and liberating Palestine this was to try and strike fear into the Jewish people this was to try and degrade and butcher and dehumanize as many human beings as they possibly could because those human beings were Jewish. Don't let dumb shits like Mia Khalifa or any liberals on PMSNBC, uh, some of the, the women on CNN are standing up and saying, hey, wait a second here. Like it was on Steven Crowder's uh, thing this morning. The women at CNN are growing some balls and sticking up for what's going on uh, in Israel and Gaza uh, against Hamas. But it, where are all the, the UN women's rights organizations on the torture and abuse and rape of the women of Israel? They weren't kidnapped to be hostages. I don't I don't even like this this word hostage. You know, hostages are a bargaining chip. They're saying that Hamas has lost track of their kidnapping victims. Uh, the people that they're torturing to death. Men, women, and children. The they're losing track of these people. That means they're killing them and leaving them in the middle of nowhere for dead. You know, Hamas is making videos of them torturing and raping people to death and then sending the videos to the families over social media. Folks, these are savages. These, these are not humans. I mean, these are at the at the very kindest, I could say, these are demons in human form that we're dealing with when it comes to these thousands of Hamas terrorists who perpetrated this October genocide on Israel. The nicest thing I can say about the terrorists of Hamas that are torturing and raping women to death, mutilating vital body parts, mutilating their female genitalia. 
and the men as well. The men are getting raped. They're having their private parts cut off. I'll just say genitalia. This is rumble. But people at the hospitals are saying, we've never seen this kind of brutality in, a, in sexual assault cases or any kind, anything, period, point blank. The nicest thing I can say is these Hamas terrorists are the worst demons I've ever seen. Because this is savagery. This is subhuman. This is animalistic mauling of other human beings. This is like if you took a, a, a rabid wolverine with rabies and fueled it up on angel dust cocaine and then set it loose. That's how savage these Hamas terrorists are being and are and were and will be on these Jewish people just because they were born Jewish and born in Israel. So, we'll end this one on a happy note. That's, that's happy as it's going to get. No, it's not. It's, this is terrible. I shouldn't be sarcastic. End this on a sad note. God help the Jewish people. That's all I can say. And... Uh, God bless you all. Pray for one another. Um, love somebody today. Be the reason somebody feels love. God bless y'all. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy Hanukkah. And uh, all of those things. Be blessed, my friends. <laughs>